This is Kylie, and you're listening to episode 26 of Fix Her Up. If this is your first time checking me out, I have a feeling that you chose wisely and will not be disappointed. If you've listened to other episodes and have decided to come back yet again, I have a strong feeling that you will not be disappointed. After all, I try very hard to make sure that time with me is time well spent, and I welcome you to take that in any way you'd like. However, if you decide to take it sexually, you'll be in the appropriate mindset for today's episode. Then again, you could probably say that about several of my episodes. (laughs) This one, there's a little twist to though, because this one has to do with my sexuality and my sense of power and control, and it doesn't really involve stories with other people, if you know what I mean. I'm going to jump right into it. Lately, I've been very conscious of giving myself actual scheduled breaks while I'm working through my endless list of things I need to do. As you can imagine from the flood, my recent lists have been a bit emotional and a little overwhelming for me. The mitigation company finally came after three weeks to dry me out. In addition to the office and my bedroom, they ended up needing to rip up some of my yoga room, which is where I moved a bunch of my stuff into. When the guy said that, like he has to take this room that you're standing in, I really thought I would lose it. I almost burst into tears. Seriously, like it it was... Every day, it's kind of like just a little thing puts me over the edge. Anyways, so my next episode will focus on how that's all going, what I'm learning, and what it's all forcing me to look at, which is a lot of stuff and kind of weird. I've got to tell you, the universe is really putting me through it. And I'm here for it. But if there could be a little pausa from the chaos universe, I'm totally okay with that too. Then again, I don't want to take a pausa from any of the growth that's coming from the chaos. So yeah. I don't know. It's kind of double-edged there, right? Damned if I do, damned if I don't. I don't know. Anyways. Oh, and uh, by the way, pausa means break or pause. Anyways, so I decided to go through one more time all of the books that I had saved from the first round of getting rid of things. And I love books, but I don't need to keep them all anymore. I've read them. It's okay to give them to somebody else who could benefit from them. These are things that I tell myself as I'm about to donate a bunch of books because I really do love books. But the ones that I ended up saving are ones that I know I will read again. And so I went ahead and just donated the rest. Some of the books that made it through the second round are erotic fiction books. They made the cut. Okay, wait, dad, if you're listening to this, you might want to turn this off. Like I totally didn't think about that. Seriously. But if you're somebody that I call daddy in my past, maybe you should listen. (laughs) Okay. During my break today, I read one little story and then let my imagination do the rest. I even took out a puppy pad beforehand so you know I meant business. (laughs) Luckily for me, I've been pretty horny lately, which means that it only takes me a few minutes to get there. But I lingered for a bit longer, tried to give myself like more time for release because as you can imagine, my stress level is pretty high. And that actually got me thinking, not during my self-love sesh, but afterwards, I think I chose to pleasure myself today, especially now when I'm in the midst of all of this chaos, so I could take back some of my power or my sense of control. Have you guys ever masturbated as a means of getting control or exerting power over something? Like it's it's like I want to prove to myself that I can still bring myself to orgasm several times, even though I'm anxious and stressed about all of the other stuff in my life. I mean, I was lying on the only piece of furniture, the futon, in the room that currently only has half a floor, no closet, no doors, a hodgepodge of things from other rooms, and a hook of hoodies on the wall. It's like room interrupted or something. (laughs) 
<laughs> so what do I do? I pretty much say to myself and to the universe, I'm going to take this room back now and then I make a mess. <laughs> I can't be the only one who does this, right? I did it the day after the flood too. And that one was an extended self-love session. I think because I was super stressed and overwhelmed. I even took a picture afterwards to tease somebody that I'm flirting with right now. I sent the picture and I put in a caption that said like, look what you made me do. <laughs> but he wasn't the start of it. The start of it was the anger and the frustration and the sadness and the complete lack of control over what happened. So I do the one thing that I know will give me some sort of control back. Like there's no way I'm the only one who does this, right? I will admit, sometimes I take it to the extreme though. One time in particular, I totally used my self-love session ability as a power move, but it wasn't an outward show of power. I mean, most of my self-love sessions are not outward. Most are by myself, so the power shift is like just truly within me. But this one time, not at band camp, even though that goes along with the theme. Anyways, this one time, I consciously used the energy and tried to push it outward. I don't know if that makes sense. Anyways, I'll tell you the story of what happened and you can tell me whether you think it's outward or inward. Okay, here we go. It was when I first moved to Craiova, which is in the southwestern part of Romania. After looking for a while, I finally found an apartment where I could stay for the whole two years. It was a nice flat, but I found out pretty early on that the landlords were being total dicks. I think what happened was the guy agreed to rent it to me, but then his wife found out and she was pissed. So after I'd been there a couple weeks, they told me that I couldn't use certain spaces in the apartment anymore. And one of those spaces was the living room. It had all brand new furniture in it and the wife didn't want me using it before she was using it herself, even though they didn't live there. I guess they were afraid that I would mess it up or something. I don't know. I was just like, okay, whatever. And I just lived in the rest of the flat. I mean, that was fine. However, as time went on, they kept taking away rooms that I could have access to. They also found out that I was an American, something I hid in my apartment search process because I didn't want to get taken advantage of. <laughs> I was a Peace Corps volunteer. I didn't have any money. Anyway, the landlord tried to tell me that I could only use the bathroom, the kitchen, which they never bothered to tell me didn't have any cooking gas <laughs> in my bedroom. I couldn't use like the porch area or the living room at all anymore. He also tried to jack up my rent for the li little area that I could use. The place had no hot water, didn't tell me about that either, and no cooking gas. I was like, screw this. And he even said that to the landlord's face because he didn't know a lick of English. So I ranted to my counterpart about how much of a fuckwad the guy was being. <laughs> Not gonna lie, that was totally satisfying. <laughs> My counterpart didn't translate the rant to the guy though. <laughs> he should have. But since I wasn't allowing myself to be fucked over by the landlord, I had to move out. And I had to move out that day. My counterpart and I didn't tell him that that's what was going to happen. The landlord thought I was going to call my bosses at the Peace Corps and get more money for the rent. <laughs> he and his wife thought they won and protected the new furniture in the process. <laughs> stupid, stupid people. <laughs> okay, admittedly, I was freaked the fuck out. I was about to be homeless in Romania. I mean, what the actual fuck? My counterpart, his name is Fear, by the way, but I call him Dovlachel, which means pumpkin. We made a plan for me to go to his place that night, and then I would probably go and stay with another Peace Corps volunteer until I found a new place. So I had a few hours to get my stuff together and move it all to Fear's place, which was a one-room apartment that he shared with his little sister, Fury. So we were, we were going to be super cozy that night. 
As you can imagine, I was super stressed out and fucking pissed. I was so pissed. So while I was packing up my stuff, which wasn't hard to do as a Peace Corps volunteer because I didn't have that much stuff, I was huffing and puffing and bitching to myself in English. I was like, oh my God, she doesn't want me to get her stuff messed up by the Americanca, which was me. I'm the American because I'm 34 years old and I make a mess of people's fucking things. So then I actually thought to myself, wait, I could actually make a huge mess on their pristine couch and they would never know. I think you have an idea where this is going. (laughs) I mean, my mess is dry. There's not a lot of smell involved. Plus, they don't even live here. Like the whole apartment was going to be empty and stay that way. So I went to the living room and I had a very good, very long self-help session and made a huge mess. And remember, there were no puppy pads with me in Romania. I mean, I soaked that damn couch. (laughs) I think I might have even moved to the chair also. It was so satisfying. Like, so satisfying. (laughs) Maybe a little primal, but I'm totally okay with that. So that's the first time I can recall masturbating to take my own power back. And again, it really wasn't an outward display of power. The landlord might not even know to this day that I did that. But it gave me such a sense of power and like taking my control back that like it was the only thing I could think of to do. I mean, it made sense, right? Like it made perfect sense to me in that in that time and space. Like it still actually does. (laughs) I think I've mentioned this before, but during my marriage, I barely masturbated. If psychologically I equate power and control with masturbation, then it stands to reason that I didn't engage in self-love sessions during my marriage. I wasn't operating from a place of power back then. I'm sure my ex would argue that I held all the cards, but mentally I was shut off from that stuff for a very long time. I mean, I don't think I masturbated for years and it's a muscle, right? Like, isn't it a muscle like use it or lose it? I don't know, maybe not to that extreme. Anyways, when I finally decided to file for divorce and I was mentally ready, I slowly started masturbating again. It took me a bit to get back to full release though, but we've already gone into the stories about like who I got full release with. So yes, and what was in my head probably at the time, the roster boys. So anyways, I realize this type of control is all inward, you know, as I mentioned before, but it really helps my psyche. Like it gives me stress relief. It's really good for my skin. It slows me down and helps me focus on the present. It reminds me that I'm really fucking sexy and it fills me with endorphins. I want all those things in my life, don't you? Who doesn't want those things? So if you're looking for me and it's a random time of the day and I'm super overwhelmed by something, I might just be in a self-love session. I'm probably not to the extreme like Samantha from Sex and the City where she spent a whole day masturbating. Not that I haven't done that in the past. (laughs) or Not that there's anything wrong with that. But if I can steal away a quick half hour during my chaotic life, I'm going to snatch back all the control I can. (laughs) And now I'm laughing because I said snatch. That reminds me of Beavis and Butthead. (laughs) I love Beavis and Butthead. (laughs) I'm not even going to try to imitate them, but you, I mean, shut up, Beavis. I mean, you can totally imagine it. So anyways, (laughs) so yes. I'm going to snatch all the control that I possibly can. Okay, so tell me, 
Am I the only one who uses masturbation as a way to regain my sense of control? I mean, you heard my stories. A couple of them, at least. I don't think I'm the only one. I can't be the only one. I mean, and I guess even if I were the only one, it's not going to stop me from doing it again. Because it works for me. I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, am I the only one? Okay, let me know. Thank you so much for listening to episode 26 of Fixer Up. I hope you engage in self-love sessions as soon as possible and as often as possible. I hope I can I continue to do so too, even when I'm not super stressed out. If you like this episode, please hit the thumbs up, subscribe, and tell your friends. If you'd like to get a hold of me, my socials are mkileyd. Email is fixherup01 at gmail.com. Voicemail is 773-236-1112. And my website is www.fixherup.net. Thanks again, Poopich. See you in a couple weeks.